0: plushcare.com slash weight loss
1: Ever since I was young, I've always been a dreamer. Uh, I've always dreamt of making it to Formula One or making it to Formula Car and even though it was nearly impossible for me to make it, I still kept on dreaming, you know.
0: Hey everyone, I'm Bigo, your guest host for this episode of Go Hard Girls. I'm a freelance sports journalist and researcher covering national teams and athletes and social issues in sports, especially women's sports. This episode is supported by the Australian Broadcasting Corporation, International Development's Women in News and Sport Initiative, or WINS. WINS is a training and mentoring program that provides female journalists with tools to carve out a career in the male-dominated world of sports media It is funded by the Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade through its Team Up program that aims to develop and strengthen the sports sector in Asia-Pacific When we think of motorsport, the first names that ring a bell are Formula 1 stars Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen, and Daniel Ricciardo. On the local end, it was Marlon Stockinger and Matteo Gudicelli. What about women? In the early 2000s, Michelle Baumgarner and Gabby della Merced were prominent Formula 3 drivers that broke barriers and set the stage for Filipina drivers but it took nearly a decade for another woman to take the wheel.
1: I'm Bianca Bustamante. I'm a 17-year-old racing driver from the Philippines, and I am now currently racing in the W Series as my rookie season in Formula Cars. I've been racing for the past 10 years of my life, and I'm currently the representative of women in motorsport here in the Philippines. Bianca is the first Filipino to
0: qualify for the W Series, an all-female single-seater racing championship. Launched in 2018, the W Series provides equal opportunities for women and eliminates the financial barriers of motorsport. It hopes to pave the way for women back into the Formula 1 since Italy's Lelia Lombardi last started in the race in 1976. Before Bianca joined the W Series, she won multiple awards. She was a two-time junior Asian Karting Open overall champion, two-time Philippine International Junior Carter of the Year, two-time Philippine National Senior Carter of the Year, and three-time Philippine Driver of the Year in karting. But her biggest achievement
1: was earning one of the five slots for the W Series. I came out to be the fastest driver and immediately W Series offered me a seat for the 2022 season. I honestly just can't believe it all happened because it it all happened so quickly. I went from just sitting in my home on my phone to having a season for 2022. Going further back into Bianca's story, she started
0: racing because of her dad.
1: At a young age of a year old, he would always bring me to a track and instantly I fell in love with it. You know, he was also um, a former carter. He had so much love and passion for the sport, and immediately I was just hooked as well. And by the time of age three, I was already driving a go-kart and driving around the track. At age three, he would already ask me if this was something that I actually felt passionate about, or was it just something that I did to make him happy or just so, you know, I could do it for fun. But immediately I told him that it's something that makes me happy. It's something that I want to aspire. I want to... You know, do better at whenever I grow up and get older. So, you know, we made the decision that I could potentially get into motorsport as a career as well.
0: When Bianca was six years old, she was already getting free drives in motorsport competitions, which allowed her to gain experience. Free drives serve as sponsorships from racing teams that are officially registered to participate in competitions. Normally, racers need to pay for a seat in a team or bring in sponsors to help fund the team and cover costs. So that's how much potential Bianca showed
1: at a very young age. I pretty much didn't have a childhood outside of racing, to even a point where I actually quit going to regular school to go to a home study program where I could, you know, allocate my time whenever I needed to be racing. But on off-season, I'd be studying. So, you know, those are like one of the decisions that we made that actually helped me excel at motorsport. You know, it was, it was a sacrifice. But in the end, I would see it was very worth it. I realized I actually got this covered as well. The more that I did international races and the more that I actually was uh, winning.
0: Apart from choosing to focus solely on her racing career, Bianca and her family had to sacrifice more financially. This is not new to the motorsport community. Most of F1's most successful athletes like multiple world champion Lewis Hamilton, legend Michael Schumacher, Kimi Raikkonen, and Sebastian Vettel were not from wealthy families. Hamilton, who is now number 17 on Forbes' list of highest-paid athletes in 2022, and his father juggled three jobs to fuel his racing career. The Breton started racing when he was given a used go-kart that cost as much as his family's monthly income. Schumacher, F1's greatest racer of all time, had to prove he was a prodigy when he won his first club championship at 6 years old. He used a kart that his father built for him out of discarded parts. The common denominator among these stars and Bianca is the grit and huge family effort to fulfill a racing career.
1: A truly expensive sport and even just a grassroots of motorsport, which is karting, already costs billions a year. And that's something that we just couldn't afford. We didn't have that amount of money. My dad had to move away when I was a baby just so he could financially support the family, put food on the table, Um, Adding all of that to expenses also my karting career, which is very, very tough for us. But Bianca found many supporters in the motorsport community. People knew that, you know, I wasn't from a wealthy family, that everything that was given to me, I really had to work hard for it. And people saw that in me, which is why they wanted to support in any way they could. And I'm very grateful to everyone that did. You know, there was moments in my younger karting days where we couldn't even afford to buy a set of tires or even entry fee. And some drivers or some of the parents from the team would put in money just so I could enter the race. And there was moments like that where I really just felt like, will I ever even make it? Because at this point, we couldn't afford anything. Throughout my karting years, I was coached by my godfather, um, Elson Carpio. he, he really was one of um, the backbone of my motorsport career. It was very tough for us financially to afford a coach, to afford a team, but, you know, he was very vigilant with that. He gave us free coaching, free support. Because her participation in races
0: was heavily dictated by the number of free seats in different teams, Bianca had to bounce from team to team. That meant it was difficult for her to build a foundation. She was finally given a permanent seat by Kart Republic Asia, which allowed her to win her succeeding tournaments. While many kids her age would be out playing and having fun with their friends and family, Bianca was focused on fulfilling her racing dream. I
1: couldn't just be you know, driving around for fun, enjoying and everything, because it's not something that you just go out and do for fun. You know, It costs thousands just even for fuel. And so my parents would always tell me that if you take this very mediocre, and if you don't take it seriously as much as we do, and as much as everyone else is do, then tell us because you know we won't push you, we won't pursue, or we won't risk all of these things just for you to succeed. And at a young age of six years old, I was already pressured into performing well, into driving good. But you know, in the end, it's what I needed to perform well. Having that mentality growing up helped me push in really, really tough moments. So yeah. Already an Asian star when she was
0: 16, Bianca secured an international breakthrough. She qualified for the Girls on Track Rising Stars program of the International Automobile Federation in 2021. Bianca was the lone Asian in the junior and senior categories of the three-day shootout in France, where she had the chance to win a Ferrari Driving School Scholarship. But before the big break, Bianca thought her 10-year-old career was coming to an end.
1: Two years ago, I was considering retiring because of the pandemic. Asia was shut down for two years. Basically, nothing going in and out of the country. Tourism was dead. You know, business was all dying, and most importantly, racing was just not happening for us because it was financially hard to. Prioritize motorsport, we made a decision that I won't be racing for the next two years and that there's a high chance that I won't be racing at all because there was no opportunities for me and the only way for me to actually race was to go abroad and not just in Asia but to actually go to Europe. And so yeah, I was certain that I was going to retire until I met my manager Daryl O'Young. Young. Daryl is an amazing racing driver. I look up to him a lot. I watched his race, uh, all of his races. So for him to reach out to me was, I was already like just so happy. And and so, yeah, we got in contact um, early last year. Uh, He asked me what I wanted to do, what was my trajectory. I was telling him that, yes, I want to be an F1. I want to be the first ever female driver in my era. And he told me that If you were given an opportunity, do you promise to work hard? And I told him that I promised to work harder than everyone else. And that's what he's given me. He gave me the opportunity. In January
0: 2022 in Arizona, Bianca was called up to join the W Series shootout. This is the qualifiers to the W Series. She didn't have
1: high expectations. When I was selected for the shootout, they told me that um, there's a high chance that you won't be racing this year, but we want to get to know you and we want to, you know, see you, analyze you as a driver and hopefully put you in the following year, which would be 2023. Like that was the initial plan. I wasn't actually supposed to be racing this year because I had zero experience in Formula cars. I haven't been racing for the past two years. That was my first time driving a Formula car. Uh, So I was the least experienced driver, you know, out of everyone there, no one would have expected me to get in and I was already thinking that I'm just so grateful to even be picked as one of their prospect drivers because that itself is already a huge opportunity and a huge acknowledgement, especially, you know, coming from Philippines for them to fly me in from the other side of the world was already a dream come true for me And, and, you know, to be driving a Formula car. And so I did that two-day shootout. I was panicking. I was so scared. I didn't know how to start the car (laughs) because, you know, it was my first time. Uh, But yeah, I did that shootout. I drove my heart out. I
0: really did. Bianca proved to be the dark horse of the shootout and grabbed one of the five seats in the 2022 W Series season. She now enters a new stage that is going to change her life. The W Series, founded by Catherine Bond Muir, has given opportunities to women in motorsport in the last three years. She was a former intellectual property solicitor who moved to corporate finance where she worked on sports, leisure, and gaming deals. After a career break, her next big thing was to invest in women's sports, specifically motorsport.
1: It is a women's series run by women. You know, they employ so many female technical engineers. We have a female mechanic, you know, she's like doing all like all the hard work. She's like putting the car together, screwing everything. And I'm just like, man, just so inspiring. And like one of um, the mechanics is actually Lindsay Fabian and she has her social and she actually posts all of her journey as a mechanic. This is totally different
0: from how Bianca grew up in the male dominated sport of racing. Back then,
1: uh, I would say 2013, 2012, I would always be the only woman on the grid. There was no female mechanic, no female tire changer, just, just you know, just me. And being a pioneer in the sport was very tough because whenever you try to impose change or show change, people would often go against that because sometimes people fear changes. I was often put down for whenever I tried to diversify the sport. People would often tell me that you're just not fast enough, you know? I would, of course, fight back by showing them on track that I am faster than them. Um, and that has resulted in me into numerous wins, numerous championships that I've won. And, and so, you know, in, in the end, no matter what they say, nothing could, you know, stop me from conquering what I want to conquer or going through a path that I want to pursue. Uh, But, you know, apart from that, of course, there was times where I wasn't given the opportunity that I deserved purely because they thought that women aren't capable enough to be competitive in this sport, Uh, even though I've shown them a thousand times that I am more than just capable and at times even better. And, you know, seeing all the changes now, seeing that there's a women's series dominating, you know, racing alongside Formula One. And there are lots of female drivers dominating in rally, in Formula cars, and GD cars. It's just amazing. It's just an amazing sight to see. There might be a female F1 driver by 2024, 2025, and that's just amazing. Though Bianca is enjoying the fantastic environment
0: of the W Series, Performance wise, she needed to adjust to the elite level of women's racing.
1: I was culture shock. I was um, just, just, everything was so new to me that I didn't know how to take it all in. I didn't know how to cope with it. And I think that's one of the main um, difficulties I had to face was that I was so young when we entered this whole world. Like when I went to the W Series shootout, I was only 16. And of course, I did have guidance from everyone else, but, you know, it still is very tough for a 16-year-old to be doing all the traveling, doing all the media work, and, and as well as trying to manage academics. I had to work really, really hard for my fitness because early this year, I was very weak. Uh, I couldn't even turn the wheel. I only weighed 40 kg because um, during the pandemic, I kind of let myself go. And that was also something that I, I had to work on was my mental and And yeah, I guess just trying to find myself in the process.
0: Amid all of Bianca's milestones, she
1: also learned how to deal with disappointments. I learned from every single race, I think. That's one of the things about W Series is that every single race I go through is a different track. (laughs) And so it's always going to be my first time in all of the places I go to. But if there was one race that I actually really learned a lot from, I would say it's um, Hungary Budapest I think that's one of the races where I really cried my heart out um, I, I didn't finish the race because I made an error going out of turn 9 I believe and I ran wide and I hit um, the AstroTurf I was driving in a very difficult um, condition and um, the track was half wet and half dry. And as someone that's never driven in a track or in a condition like that, it was so hard for me to navigate. Bianca was in a good competitive position during the race. Unfortunately, I made that error and I um, spun and reversed into the wall. Bianca recorded a did-not-finish result. And so, yeah, just walking back to the pit, I was just crying. I didn't know what to do. I, you know, was utterly disappointed in myself, you know, because that was the first time I ever damaged a car, first time I ever done a DNF. I told myself that I'm a good driver, that how could I have done that? You know, that was so bad of me. And I started doubting my capability and doubting myself. And that's something that I actually still learned to deal with, you know, how to stop the negative talk and it's 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 a rabbit hole it is a very very deep hole that once you start to dig into it goes so deep
0: but bianca chose to learn from it and take the next steps to make herself a better driver
1: it was my first time crashing and i think that's why i took it very harshly as well but You know, after that race, we had a very long break of two months of no racing. And so I I spent that two months to just work on myself, you know, try to meditate, think more things more thoroughly, work on my mental, work on my physical, drive on the sim more. The sim, a driving
0: simulator that helps racing drivers train. Aside from putting more hours into practice, Bianca also learned early on how important supporters are in her career.
1: Early this year, I was afraid of um, of failing. That was my biggest fear. I was so afraid of what people would say if I don't perform well enough, what people would think of me. I would always say sorry to Daryl. I'm sorry if I'm a few seconds off. And, you know, I would just be always constantly sorry. And the first thing he would always tell me is that, you know, Don't worry, keep learning. And every single time, every single time, he would never get mad at me for any of the mishaps that I did or any of the failures I had to go through. He would never get mad at me. He would always only tell me to keep on learning. I learned more through my failures than through any of my wins in my career. And this year has been such a big learning year for me. Uh, I went through so many changes in my life, so many changes in my personality. I mean, I even remember, like, just early this year, I could barely even do an interview. I could barely speak to the camera. I'm very thankful this year that my, you know, my, my whole crew, my race engineer Sam Owens, my mechanic Danny, and my crew chief Jay, they have just been outstanding. They've they've supporting me through all the defeats, all all of the the happy times, the low times, and at moment where I feel like I'm not moving forward, they motivate me, you know, they tell me that you're only at the beginning and I really can't wait, you know, what, what the future you have ahead of you because you have so much talent, you have so much potential. And just hearing that, you know, from them, it inspires me so much as a driver. Though the W Series had to
0: come to an abrupt end because of the lack of funding, Bianca clinched her highest finish of ninth place in the Miami Grand Prix in May she also had many great moments that she wouldn't trade for anything else.
1: You know, like competing you know, with Jamie Chadwick, Baitske Visser, Emma Kimmelainen, you know, those are like the drivers that I look up to. <laughs> and the fact that I get to be on the grid with them, learning from them, um, having just wholesome moments of just us laughing together, having a chat, and you know, having all these role models around me as I grow in, as I grow up Is just something that is it's invaluable, and having good role models around you allows me to be a better person, a better driver, and that helps me become a better role model around the girls around me.
0: Bianca also met a lot of Filipino fans along her journey. She raced in the Singapore Grand Prix last September, which recorded an all-time high in attendance of three hundred two thousand fans. Filipino F1 fans flocked to meet Bianca.
1: Hey everyone! So we received lots of requests lately for fan meetup or meet and greet. And we finally got it done. So this Sunday, 4pm escape, I uh, will have a little section over there for the Hyper Cities Festival where we can meet and interact and just hang. I consider it as my home race even though I'm not Singaporean but the fact that there were so many people that came so many Filipino that came that flew in that watched the race you know we had a fan meet and greet and all of them were Filipino they were just screaming my name holding the flag like there's this one person that recorded as I was going around this the main straight and the fact that there were so many Filipinos cheering me on it, I could hear them speaking Tagalog. You know, she posted on, on Instagram, and just listening to that and hearing that, you know, that there's people cheering for me every time I pass down the street <laughs> inspires me to keep on pursuing
0: and to be better. Aside from impressing Filipino fans, Bianca was also inspiring the next generation of female drivers by giving them a glimpse of the motorsport life during the Singapore Grand Prix.
1: W series, they do lots of programs where girls get to come to the pit and I get, and we get to show them around. Actually, in Singapore, I was one of the hosts for one of the tour groups of girls that went in. It was um, for inspiring girls. And so there was a a lot of kids aged from seven to 15 or 18, 19 that went around the pit and I got to show them the car and not just try to inspire them to be a racing driver, but at the same time inspire them to pursue the world of motorsport. And that just goes through a lot of branches, you know, like engineering. You know, I want to see more female doing engineering because I myself, I'm pursuing engineering as well. So, you know, and that's also a stigma where most engineers are male. Aside
0: from breaking gender barriers, Bianca dreams of developing the Philippine motorsport community as a whole.
1: Well, for here in the Philippines, I definitely would think that, you know, it needs more exposure. For me, reaching F one is is a dream, but you know, far beyond that, I want to have a Philippine Grand Prix. I want F one to be racing here, even though I won't be in the grid. But as long as they race here, I feel like I will be very complete. And you know, I want to help make that happen. I want, you know, more people to find the sport because it is truly amazing. And but of course, you know, overall. The w- is doing an amazing job with giving women opportunities, but I think moving forward, uh, I want to be racing with men.
0: Even young boys dream of becoming race car drivers, but the financial barriers, as Bianca shared earlier, are obvious. Bianca hopes that her zeal for her racing career will inspire others to do the same.
1: In the end, it was all because they saw my dedication. They saw my passion and they saw that I was working so hard just to make everything happen. You know, at times where we financially didn't have anything, I would message teams. I would message, um, the managers if they have another seat for a driver. But unfortunately, there's no budget. You know, I would knock on everyone's door just so they could help support me. And, and, you know, I wasn't, af- I wasn't shy. I wasn't, um, afraid of asking for help because I know that this is something I wanted to do and I would do absolutely everything for it.
0: Bianca continues to inspire Filipinos and the youth with her passion and determination for racing. The best part is that she is only getting started.
1: There's going to be times where you'll feel like everything's against you. You feel like you're not getting any better. But in the end you know you you can always better yourself every single day you know and that's something i actually live by as well you know one percent better every day it might not always be visible but there will always be a moment where all of it will add up together and you'll see all of the hard work you put in
0: I'm B. your guest host for this episode of Go Hard Girls. This episode is a product of the Investing in Women's Sports Content audience research of the WINS Initiative. To know more and get updates on the research, follow ABC International Development on Facebook and myself, BBGo09, on Twitter and Instagram. That's B-E-E-B-E-E-G-O-0-9. This episode was produced by Nina Taralba with editorial support from Siege Tantenko and Trisha Aquino. It was put together by Joe Salcedo. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. We also invite you to join the Go Hard Girls community on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok.